0: This weekend, I will be in Aspen, Colorado. Woo, baby. I've never skied before, but I might just do it. Pray for me, because I am bad on my feet, balance-wise. I've sprained my ankle getting out of Ubers. Have you? Um, I'm going to be performing as a part of the Aspen Comedy Festival at the Wheeler Opera House uh, tomorrow night with Taylor Tomlinson and Dusty Slay. I cannot wait. Wheeler Opera House, Aspen, Colorado. Get your tickets, AspenComedyFestival.com. Comedy Festival.com. Trevor Noah's there. Norm McDonald's there. And I'm there tomorrow night, Wheeler Opera House. I believe the show is 7 30 or 8. Bring your snow gloves and your mitten hats and your and your furries uh because yeah maybe that yeah bring your i meant like your fur coat for the cold but bring your furry costume because uh you know who knows i might just pull you out of the crowd and so that everyone can see a, a guy dressed as a bunny and a girl dressed as a chipmunk uh 69 on stage that's wheeler opera house tomorrow night in aspen colorado and then next week oh boy i can't wait coming to the claw enum claw washington February 29th at 8 p.m. at the Chalet Theater. Get your tickets at adamraycomedy.com. And then, of course, the week after, I'm in San Fran at the Punchline March 4th through the 7th. All those tickets at adamraycomedy.com. All right. You guys feeling good? Me too. Callers up. Let's start the show.
1: I love it. I love Podcasting? Oh my God. Dude. Yeah, this is a new uh I love it thing for you, right? Yeah, dude. I've been an actor for a billion years and it's just, you know, it's fine. But I get to sit in the living room and not put makeup on or ward- do any wardrobe you or anything. You still that put shit. makeup on even when you're just hanging out at your house. I don't well, know Well, do that. that's a that's a different type of a situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wear heels. <laughs> or heels? Yeah, Mike,
2: do you wear makeup? I don't need to.
3: <laughs> Did you happen to notice the other day when we were at Lights Out that Connor was wearing full makeup was he he, he had comp-
0: yellow and purple i think he brush. might be doing what like our boy chrystalia like yeah. painted his uh he's coming
1: on our show actually is he just, oh with matt yeah with his brother fuck yeah sibling yeah. revel revelry. revelry 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 yeah
2: revelry yeah. <laughs>
1: so i thought of mike just learned revelry. a new word it's the play on words man
0: it's a play on words yeah <laughs> uh but i think it's that, that thing about like you know he paints his uh fingernails yeah. black which you know i don't know you get to a point too where you're just like once Chris started doing a handful of things, I was like, I think you're at that level where you're this respected and this cool that you can just like, because I saw for a second and went like, what? And then I was like, hey, fucking Chris, you make, you make it work. He's but, allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah. So he I think Chris, Chris seems wearing, like he could maybe pull that off. Totally. I think also like it's been shown publicly that if you get in some sort of like squabble with him on the internet or even like, it seems like more of a fate that he'll probably squash you. Uh, I'm talking about Logan Paul but I think if you were to just maybe like make a comment to his face I think he'd probably like let it fall off the shoulders but do you
1: have tattoos I have a few yeah not a lot yeah I want more you do I do I'm sort of late in the game You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's kind of like not a cool thing anymore. But I actually want tattoos to commemorate. I've got three kids. I I have a plan. So now there's like but an now emotional. Now I feel like an asshole a little bit getting tattoos. When was everyone the... fucking has tattoos? Totally. Now, you know what I mean?
0: What, what was the year for tattoos? Do you feel like when it was like it's, just real cool?
1: Oh, I, I mean, I think like in the last five seven years, everyone seems to have tattoos. I mean it's been ongoing obviously my first one my first one was cool actually though it was my mom's 60th birthday whoa we were all in tahiti and we were we went to this remote place in the middle of the forest the jungle and there was a dude back there who was doing old school tattooing yes and my we all got tattoos for my mother's 60th birthday including my mom including kurt you know and then my brother and i got the same tattoo on our back in tahitian you know Damn. and i threw up <laughs> some shit happened. it wasn't the tahitian word no i don't know i was like oh, i'm i'm cool and then i was sitting there and, and I, I, I was leaning up against the chair and, and he started in and for whatever reason some sort of a nerve situation i just got sick just throwing up over the balcony in the in the jungle.
0: Jesus. <laughs> so it is a great story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there was a time when Tats, even like your doctor, like would be cupping your balls and, and you look down and see his hand. You're like, nice tattoo, doc. Mm-hmm. And like, you mm-hmm. didn't bat an eye about it, cause mm-hmm. it. was just. But you're right now, it does seem like more people are... Was that you had a doctor with a tattoo on his hand? No, Doct- I'm just saying if doctor. that
3: happened, <laughs> doctor feel good. <laughs> Mark, I you yeah,
0: real
1: good. Well, tattoos point. used to mean something, right? I mean, I feel like when you saw someone with tattoos, it was it exemplified some part of their personality. Now it's like a Facebook page. Well, You're now like, it's like one. it doesn't matter. Like yeah. you could have you know someone who is a virgin who's got tattoos I mean, all look at over. I me his when his you saw that because <laughs> you're the Confidence. host
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: uh is uh i have a friend his name is mitch who's got fucking tattoos all over his body he would think from afar this guy is scary he is the most smart. docile wow you know too much so i'm like mitch you got to find your balls buddy yeah. like that kind of a guy do you think yeah.
0: the tats are to like overcompensate for his maybe
3: of just maybe fucking flexing yeah, maybe, maybe 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 or maybe he contracted hepatitis getting them all and can't really raise his hands too good <laughs> he's like could be that too he's like you know what? I'm kind of sick I'll just be chill from now on <laughs> uh,
0: so you and Kate started uh, your podcast yeah. pretty uh, recently
1: yeah yeah it's been just only some, about three months
0: what's great about it too is that and I've listened to a handful of apps, the one with Bobby and Steve is yeah. pretty special just because Bobby's the first guy to take me on the road and really kind of took stand up up a notch for me oh great and uh, I've seen Bobby's uh, penis more than I've seen my own
1: I've seen same with me I've for only sure. known him for a couple years yeah. Too, yeah isn't that crazy and I thought it was
0: just on stage but it turns out it's on set two maybe, right? Oh yeah, his dick is everywhere. (laughs) And it's got got different, it's like a three-tone dick. Totally. And there's something about it that's not like, abrasive like you don't feel like telling anybody if he like rubs it on you because you're mm. like it's kind of an adorable little um
1: you know yeah. i don't know why i did that with my fingers but it's, it's definitely like it's not threatening
2: it <laughs> definitely not threatening yeah, no like this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> bobby's a very non-threatening penis <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> uh yeah he, he knows that he loves that it's it's um
0: having a podcast with a theme i think you have to have something with a different take obviously
1: mm-hmm. And, uh, well, everyone's when, fucking doing it now. I mean, it's like dude, everyone has discovered that there is potential. There's potential money to be made. Yeah, you know, well, and you I mean? guys got built in
0: followings like you do, in the cachet. But then you like found a really cool niche. Yeah, to have you. it be. Um, you know, a bro thing, only interviewing other siblings.
1: Yeah, it was dope. It was. It, it, I thought that it was just going to be something really fun to do. You know, as far as the money went, I was like, great. If it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. My sister and I get to do something where we can work together, which we've never done. And it was going to be fun and funny, but it it touched on a few nerves, which has been nice. But even for you guys? Oh, shit. I mean, her and I are sort of, you know, closer than we've ever been, for sure. Wow. I find it easier to be more uh, expressive or even vulnerable with her and honest with her about how I feel when I'm on mic for some weird fucking reason I don't know why like I'm, I feel okay therapy, sort of right? yeah yeah you know it, it's strange but you know and just all the comments and we have the submissions email where people can write in and you know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of fucking siblings and a lot of people who are not talking and and uh, I think it's a topic that's underexplored, so that's why we we sort of set out to do it. It's now, been it, it's been fun.
0: Oh yeah, it's killer. Is there and, and you're working with our our mutual friend Sim, who's just that's, like yeah. you know a fucking genius and juggernaut in the he podcast is. world. He really is. Uh, does it have to be famous siblings? Cause no. I'm kind of not really famous, and my mm-hmm. sister isn't at all. Mm-hmm. But she does think you're super hot. <laughs> and when I told her you were coming in today, she was like, "I'm
1: jumping on a plane." And, um, and I was like, "You're married?" She's like, "Who says who?" So, and, uh, you know, no man, it can be anyone. I mean, it's just it, again, it's what we are v- feeling. You know, right. we've also had like experts on and people who we're interested in. You know, we've got you know who's coming on. Who I'm really excited about is there's uh, the John Hopkins University you know, this is not even flashy, but in my world, I like it. John Hopkins has finally, they've had grants now to study psilocybin like they used to in the 50s, right? Whoa. In the 50s, there was a lot going on the sort of counterculture took over LSD and mushrooms and sort of put it on the map in a bad way. Right, But there's a lot of benefits from all that. And we now have a doctor coming on who is sort of leading these studies who knows more about mushrooms and LSD and psilocybin. Yeah, they're trying to legalize mushrooms, else. aren't they? Well, in few places there, are, there already is. In Denver, Yeah, shrooms are legal. Um, And I think somewhere up north in Cali, they're now legal.
0: I'll be honest, I had some of the most uh, just, uh, you know, uniquely filled uh, conversations uh, with Daddy Longlegs Mm -hmm. when I was on mushrooms. I wish I was joking. (laughs) You know, Um, I saw the future, I saw the past, I met with a breakup on them, but all very coherently. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, yeah, like. Did it make me like the Dave Matthews band more? Yeah. But yeah. that's because I was staring into the eyes of the sun right. while my friend was splashing his uh, his big feet in a lake. Uh, I'm sorry, a creek, <laughs> uh, saying, uh, you got to soak up as much creek as possible. You never know when it's going to be creek season again. <laughs> to this day, one of the funniest things I've that's ever heard <laughs> on Shrooms. That's amazing. Uh, shout out to Michael Terranova. And um, do, do you want to... Uh, it's so cool that you and your sis, it's one of those things that's bringing you guys yeah. closer together. Yeah. It's funny to me that you say you guys never jammed on something together because, I mean, and you've talked about this before, but a pretty, pretty special thing to grow up in like yeah. a family of that magnitude and with that much shit going on. Yeah. I think you have spoken to it's being like a cool benefit to be on set. It's probably helped as you got older be an actor, right? Because you were just familiar with everything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, were there, is it tough to even look back and be like, oh, I wish I had a childhood that wasn't in the Hollywood limelight or is it? was it always just so fun that yeah. there's no...
1: Well, I, don't, I mean, look, it, 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 it's circumstantial, right? I mean, I was just, this is how I was born, yeah. right? I mean, that's just the way it is. My parents, it was their job to do the best that they could to bring us back down to some sort of reality. Christmases were great, you know, I mean... Keep it normal. It's, it's, yeah, keep it normal. Inside the family, in the, in the house, it was as normal as it got, you know what I mean? And it was... Uh, what about at school and stuff? How many people were like, dude, you fucking... Yeah, you dude, fucking well, no, care? Russell dog. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. My my thing was is I, I railed against that. I, I didn't want anyone to know who really? my family was. Wow. It was not. It was. I wanted to try to make my own way. I didn't yeah. want people liking me for you know who my parents were. And that hap- That started at a very very early age. Fuck, you know that's crazy. But I had to deal with that shit all my life. I still do. You know. But you you become like a, a like a master you know i mean it, it it built my intuition you know i you i feel like i can read people better than most yeah. because i've had to you've seen every version life. of people right coming at you yeah and then sometimes you fail and then those failures you you even build up more of sort of that that those intu- intuitive calluses where now it's like oh shit okay now i know I know who you are now this is what something to look out for you, you can get jaded by it right. how would you see that uh, highlighted
0: with kids because that's fascinating where it's like a kid picks you first in kickball even though you've like you've clearly got a bum leg that day mm-hmm. but then he's like oh dude you see, yeah, dude come on Oliver you've always had this competitive he spunk. oh he's
2: out the park right, yeah. Right. And,
0: and, then, and then you fucking get on the <laughs> sidelines and you're about to go up to bat and he's like hey uh, I got a Captain Ron DVD that I was yeah. wondering if you could die uh, right? and you're like oh that's why you <laughs> fucking pick me like how would you see kids right, and then I
1: just break down crying like I thought you liked me <laughs> yeah. for my skin. <laughs> 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 not captain ron yeah speaking dvds it'd be vhs it yeah, would be VHS. right back VHS. then it's for VHS. sure close to even beta um did but no my <laughs> question did y'all get whoopings oh yeah yeah they Whooped y'all not too much but kurt was <laughs> kurt my mom like you know they were they they, they believed in discipline you know but okay. nothing crazy but you know, it was like, uh, like th- 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 other, t- t- today, right? Today, I'm I have three kids, yeah, and you know we live in this progressive world right now in Los Angeles, which a lot of it is great. You know, some of it I think though we need a little bit more discipline. I think a lot of these kids are just running wild because they don't have an answer. No, exactly, and parents I think are too scared even to raise their voices, <laughs> right. even to just say, "Look, I'm the man, I'm the authority." You know, you are not. You don't get to just piss on piss on everything. I get to piss on everything because it's my house. Yeah. You know, so, you don't get to
0: wet your bed. I get to pee in your bed, right? And you got to
1: sleep in it. Absolutely. That's right. My, my <laughs>
2: father's <laughs> seventy years old. I'm still scared of him.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I can I fuck know. him up, but no. I'm still scared. <laughs> well, see, I'm not sure I could fuck my dad up yet. <laughs> i I'm not, I don't know. Kurt, he, he's he's pushing seventy, but he's he's a he's a bulldog, dude. Like that guy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to step toe to toe. Have you ever worked anymore. out with him? Yeah. no no there, is there anything that no. he
2: beat you at and then you got older and you beat him like you beat
1: him in basketball yeah well yes yeah did he let you no okay. no there, there are certain things that i could take him you know but but uh he, he was a professional baseball player that's right oh shit yeah so um oh it was great dude this is a great you know funny story i played varsity baseball nice. there was this kid named gilly he was a pitcher <laughs> and he was a punk he was just a loud mouth dick his name was gilly and Kurt came to sort of help out with these practices, you know, because he really knew what he was doing. Yeah. I and mean, the guy was a pro ball player and he could, and, and he was helping our team a little bit. Gilly started to fuck with Kurt and start to badmouth him and calling him old man and you can't hit me, the whole thing. Kurt was ignoring it for a minute. And I was like, oh shit, don't poke the bear too much because this could get bad. He pushed one, he pushed his button one too many times. Kurt's like, all right, let's go, you little punk. And then Gilly steps up on the mound. And now I'm nervous because I don't want my dad to look like an asshole and get smoked. But it did not turn out that way. I mean, everything he threw at Kurt, slap over, slap over the opposite field, and then Kurt starts calling his shit like, "You want me to? You want me to pull one deep? No, boom. What else, Gilly? What What else? You got you bitch. Now he's yeah. And by the way, this is a high school kid. This kid's 15, 16 years old. But he's now he. he, Well, he also no, but but Gilly. My dad now is talking to him like he's in his 20s saying, if you want to step to me, you're going to feel the wrath right. and I'm not going to be easy on you because you're 15. Right. Then he starts like just cursing and sort of saying, fuck you, this, this and that, calling his shots. I and, love your dad. Oh, dude. He, yeah. He's the
3: best. Did this kid not he's see the Tombstone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the train scene? I was called so, down the thunder? What was the <laughs> line? <laughs> uh,
1: that's right. There's yeah. some lines. <laughs> I was... Uh, I was a proud, a proud son. I mean, I was... I'm a proud son. I yeah. was proud. I was like, yeah, fuck you,
3: Kelly. <laughs> That's right.
1: That's right. <laughs> yeah.
0: How much of um, uh, being around the business at that age, too, did you always want to be an actor or was it just kind of like
1: the world looked too dope? No, I was... I was you know, I wanted to make movies. That's what I did. You know, I was uh, I, you know, when my sister was 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 doing plays and stuff, I was, I was making movies every weekend with my friends oh, across the street. I had cameras and filters and squibs and you know, back then, dude, you could buy, you could buy blank Berettas hmm. like off the mail, out of the mail. So we had like an arsenal of real guns that just shot blanks at, at the age of twelve and thirteen years dude, old. So the
0: fun home oh, dude. movies you're making with
1: oh, it was crazy. You still have any of those tapes? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we used to do we used to do shit because we wanted the squib to explode, yeah. but we couldn't afford like, you know, a real actual situation. Oh, yeah. So we would get fireworks and we would create blood packs with, with with Ziploc bags and mixed blood and water, put them underneath the wardrobe and cut a little hole in it, and then put these fucking like M9 weren't M were not m 80s but they were just below Kill you. right and here. <laughs> And then we'd light it and roll the camera and fucking run. And the actor would be, you know, sitting there, the thing burning. You could see him. it was usually me or my friend like, oh, fuck, it's going to explode. Trying to like play. Quit a improvising, all Trying to play sorry. a scene. Fucking <laughs> s- 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 then, boom, it blows up. You're like, oh, fuck! fuck <laughs> i mean i love it innovative now what oh, yeah, innovative? we used to do all kinds of crazy crazy things was
0: the story was it always in context with the story or was it just like an excuse to just see to that blow effect? people up we like a rom-com and a dinner scene, scene. oh like, yeah then his heart fucking explodes. oh dude
1: we <laughs> yeah. we didn't do anything that didn't involve gore blood squibs yeah, you know dude. firecrackers what
0: is things. it with like I, I mean it's probably a dude thing yeah. right because i remember when mortal kombat came out oh i was like oh the world is changing for the better yeah like it was you know and i don't i don't remember not knowing and one dude that wasn't just like oh, the yeah. next day at school like dude and if you do left right f then you can pull his head off and actually <laughs> shove it in his ass and then fucking and then call up his ex uh, his ex and you fuck her in front of him it's crazy yeah. and you're like jesus christ <laughs> well, like so much, yeah i so showed yeah. you
2: the cheat code put the blood code on oh yeah like, the oh, blood just, coat? Friend. yeah the blood codes because sega genesis they they had a regular yeah, and then you had to put the blood code in, and then you could do the fatalities and everything
0: else. But Damn. yeah,
2: yeah, that was the thing between NES, N- yeah. Nintendo,
1: and uh,
0: the blood Sega. Yeah, blood code. Do you let your kids play games?
1: Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I have a different way of parenting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my kids watch rated R movies. I, that, curse in, I curse in front of them. I have Love no that. problem cursing in front of them. I, I say, look, I curse. You don't. And that's just the way it is. I'm an adult. You know, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but when I was smoking cigarettes, I quit a year ago. I'm not right. hiding them. I'm like, I fucking smoke, and you shouldn't, but this is my life. Dad, don't smoke. I'm like, you guys, I know it's, it's bad, but, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm an adult, you know, I I I have cocktails in front of my kids. I won't smoke weed in front of my kids. Like I won't yeah. like actually light up a joint in front of the kids. But yeah. I smoke in my room like though, and they know what the smell is yeah. <laughs> yeah. when they're when they uh, when they're of age. They're right. gonna be like. Oh, shit, that's what he was doing my entire life. You know what I mean? You can can tell
0: that you know when they know you're smoking pot or when they smell it, when you get uh, knocks on your door at like
1: 3 a.m. and they're like, can we make Totino's pizza rolls? You're like, (laughs) why do you want want those all of a sudden? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but yeah, so I, uh, you know, and when you have three... With the first one, you're always sort of trying to figure out how it, all, how it all goes down and what to show your kids when. And by the third one, who's my little girl, yeah. who's six, I mean, she's seen the most gnarly shit on TV. You know, she's watching horror films, and I mean, and she's fine. You know, she's fine. Uh, you know, there's there's a, I, I think that we are we coddle our kids right. a little too much. Oh, a thousand percent.
0: E- even yeah. my five year old nephew who will bitch slap my ten year old nieces sometimes, like with a lot of conviction and and compassion mm-hmm. i'm sorry passion and uh <laughs> he just fucking will passionately bitch like them and uh and and then nobody really like they kind of you know scold him but not in a way to where you can tell he's not really like yeah, so what i did it mm-hmm. like, what are you gonna do you know yeah. and so i'll sometimes like really try to be bad cop and know that you know and my mom's always like you're so scary to him mm-hmm. he's only been on the planet for five years his voice is so your voice is so booming to him i'm like but none of you guys are like making him think that that's truly wrong because they're just kind of like, Jackson, hey, stop. But it's like, dude, with the, some of the sounds that a five-year-old is is uh, capable of creating from a, from his sister's face oh, is yeah. fucking bonkers. <laughs> 100%.
3: I coddle my kids so much I haven't had them yet.
0: <laughs> and I was not type the
3: environment he should be in.
0: <laughs> hey, guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying the episode. Man, it's good to be back. And you know what? The best part about being back sharing the goodies with you, the fans. I love candles, okay? You know from listening to this podcast, we've always had candles living around the apartment and now my new place. And um, I'm tired of buying the bullshit candles from the store. I want some personal touch. I want something handmade. So that's why I found Hangover Candle Company. That's right. Homemade by a bartender in Fort Collins, Colorado. He's a big comedy fan, podcast fan. Reached out, said I love the pod. Would love to send you some candles. I'm like, I'm not comfy giving you my address. He's like, come on, trust me. I was like, all right, let's roll the dice. Boom. Now I've got fucking 40 different flavors of Hangover Candle Company candles in my place. Um, they're cut, sanded, poured, packed, and shipped, all by him. Um, and you can choose from over 200 different containers. Okay, to build your candle in, and over 40 different scents to create your own uh, smell. You can customize your own scents. Shit, man, they've got flavors like uh, fucking root beer, apple pie, cinnamon stick, coffee, fresh cut grass, uh, hazelnut, lavender, leather, maple syrup, peach, pine, sandalwood, ferment, sea breeze, vanilla bean, watermelon. Go to Hangover Candle Co. Uh, on Etsy, okay? Go to Etsy, type in Hangover Candle Co. It'll pop up the shop and then pick your candles, and then use the promo code ALN25 at checkout to get 25% off your first order. 25%. Hangover Candle Co. is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, But again, go to Etsy type in hangover candle co find the candles and the smells you want create your own and then use aln 25 at checkout to get 25 percent off your first order i love candles they're great for any occasions bar mitzvahs circumcisions, uh (laughs) fucking weddings funerals gender reveal parties uh divorce parties uh coming out parties coming in parties coming parties these candles are the shit and they're my fave and i want you guys to have them so type in etsy Dot .com and then type in hangover candle co and uh, and pick your candles and use allen twenty five at checkout for twenty five percent off. All right? Start smelling better, start looking better, start feeling better, okay? Because everybody farts and candles are a great way to get rid of that. And now back to the episode. Okay, so you knew you wanted to make movies and I then wanted to make movies. Because your folks doing it, it's gotta and you know, to that level, yeah. it's probably just like seems like the greatest life.
1: No, it was. I mean, well, it's again, it's what we knew. We right. we, we grew up on movie sets and when we weren't when we were when they were working outside of LA, we would go with them and get tutored and And they probably
0: know. gave you advice too about like Just keeping it real for you about like, you know, this is cool where we're at, but here's like, yeah, like still making school a priority. Sure.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All that, all that, you know. And then I I went to college for a couple years, went to Boulder. Nice. It was fun. That was it. I got there the first day I got there, this guy – I was with my friend John Stahlberg. He was my, he's still one of my best friends.
0: By the way, I'm a big fan of shouting out full names of people on yeah. podcasts.
1: <laughs> just in case, John's you, dude, What was Gilly's last name? Can night? I tell you how much more. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> Gilly the kid. I don't know. Let's Gilly. Call him Gilly the kid, the yeah. rapper. Gilly. <laughs>
0: uh, right. But just like if you were like my buddy John, I'd be like, this story's fucking made up. But the fact you said John Stahlberg, well, I saw the guy.
1: There's a reason for it. And I'll tell you. Okay. John Stahlberg, best friend, we're in the same dorm in Colorado, and this dude, Mike Rogers, comes over, and he's like, hey, man, Mike Rogers, and he's got this mullet, like, full mullet, there's nothing ironic about it, and, uh, <laughs> and it was like, That's hey, Oliver Oliver, <laughs> Oliver Hudson, blah, 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 and he goes, and John's like, hey, John Stahlberg, and Mike Rogers goes, John Stahlberg, like, Stahlberg, and John's like, yeah, he goes, are you a Jew? Jesus <laughs> and Mike Ro- and John's like yeah I'm Jewish and it was there was no it was just pure it was pure there was nothing um, malicious, about, malicious about, it. about it it was like oh my god like I've never met a Jewish person before man I've never met a Jew and wow. he gave him a hug I mean it was like he had discovered something for the first time and then that day that night he gets drunk and runs full speed down the hallway and slams into a door, closed door on purpose, and knocks himself out. <laughs> and, and, then, and honestly, I was like, all right, so this is going to be fun for two years. I'm going to experience the dorm life, and then I'll go off campus, and then I'm fucking out of here. I was like, I, I, gotta, I knew I had to start my life. I knew that this was going to be just a fun chapter. And then I called my mom. Uh, second sem- uh, first semester, sophomore year. And I was like, I got to get out of here. I- I'm literally pissing your money away. What did she say? She said, great, but you have to come home and work. And then I was a PA for two years, production assistant on a couple of movies. Oh. And then I made a movie at SC in this little uh, intensive class. And then I started to act because I needed to make money and everyone else did it in my family. It wasn't even coming from a place of love. I, I learned to love it. You know what I mean? I, I grew- It grew on me.
2: It's like a dope dealer's story right there. Right. <laughs> I right. so dope. My daddy sold dope. Yeah, My sister so exactly. dope. I just sell dope together. <laughs> exactly. I was born into this shit. Exactly. It's, it's just like that, Mike. Thanks for the hot take, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. John Stolberg just start following me on Instagram. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: also, like, you probably had a lot of people coming at you, and how much do you balance this... Of people being like, yeah, you got like, you got the look like you and, and starting to project so much of like that leading man, hot guy thing that you're all, like, did it ever get in your head where you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I can just get by on like, just doing the bare minimum and good looks. And I know I got good enough talent.
1: Yeah. Or did you kind of. No, dude, like I'm still trying to I'm still I'm still in that fucking lane. <laughs> I'm trying. That, that's a good that's a that's a good question, you know, because for the first three years, three years, I was I, I lived at home. I was just drinking and, and going to auditions, hungover, not even reading the sides before I got in my car to go there. Wow. I was taking advantage of my opportunity, you know what I mean? But in the worst way, I was, I, I was, I was actually, sorry, I was not taking advantage of the opportunity. Yeah. My foot was in the door, of course, and I was able to get these auditions, but I just didn't give a shit about it. You know, I I, le- I was living at home. Everything was was cake. And eventually I had to get serious and I had to leave my house with the little money that I had. Because again, going back to my parents trying to keep it real for us, you know, they weren't just going to give you money. They were not just going to give us money to go live and buy us a house. It was like, you earn what you earn as a PA, as whatever little odd jobs that I had. Yeah. I took that money and I got an apartment and the pressure of having to then pay my own way and make my own rent. You know, within three months, I got my first television show because oh, I right. was like, "All right, I got to buckle down. I mean, if this is what I'm going to do, then I got to fucking, I got to do it." Was you this know, Dawson's I, Creek? No, it was before that. It was called My Guide to Becoming a Rock Star.
0: Wow, what a <laughs> dope show!
1: It was that, and then I did, then I did Dawson's Creek right after that, and, and by then the I—that's, I mean, he's not Dawson. That's n- no <laughs> Dawson, Who is, Dawson. Dawson just was on Dancing with the Stars. James Vanderbilt. was he really? Yeah. Thanks for saying his name. Yeah, yeah, James Van <laughs> yeah. Der uh, uh, No, but but that's a good question because yeah, even if, I'm 43 years old, and I swear to God, only in the last few years have I buckled down even more. So wow, you know, I mean, I've always been a late bloomer. Because you've crushed it, man. Rules of Engagement, Nashville, you were real good on those shows, yeah, and thank even you, on Putting Up Together, right. man,
0: real good. Yeah. So it's
1: like I've done all right. You can tell you put the work in. So it's interesting yeah. to hear that you're like. I you feel know, like acquiring more of yourself. I could have been I, I, I truly believe that if I had the drive and and the passion that some some of these actors actually do coming into this town, you know, I could have been further along than I am now. But that that doesn't even matter because this is my path. Yeah. I'm a late bloomer. I always have been. And my priorities are not in my are not with my career. Honestly. My priorities are with my family and fun. You know, if I'm an, when I'm when I'm on my deathbed, am I, am I gonna remember? A fucking role, or even an uh, an award of any kind. For me no. personally, You're I don't right. give a shit. I be? don't give a shit about that stuff. When I'm on my deathbed, I want to remember the fun times that I've had with my family and my parents and my kids. Oh, yeah. I don't want to sacrifice that for some shitty role. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I have my own way of of doing things.
0: Yeah, you probably wouldn't have started uh, sibling revelry, uh, no. with your sister Kate if. If you were such like let's let's say you were just biggest movie star on the planet or something like that, like there's no time for Mm -hmm. you're probably missing out a on a lot of family stuff Mm because you know I know there's always a way to make it work, but Mm -hmm. for some of these people you see on that level, it's like they're just going from thing to thing, and even when their family's with them i know, with them.
1: Yeah. So that's no, like, true. It's really true. Yeah. Um, my parents did the best that they could because they were in the height of their career, Kurt and my mom. So it was like when they, one, would, one would work, and then the other one would be at home. Yeah. And if there was crossover, then we'd go, you know, we'd go to the set here, we'd go live over here. You know so they, they gave it their best shot as
0: you and Kate are both kind of climbing in Hollywood and, and getting more and more acting jobs do you stay in touch is there like competition like every good mm-hmm. pair of siblings like even my sister and I like not being in the same worlds but like definitely mm-hmm. you know she was a little kind of more on edge and, and causing more uh, drama for the folks and then and then just my mom when they split thanks for bringing it up and um, <laughs> but uh, you're split too right
1: oh yeah. At, at yeah when you were four I was four or five years old yeah and then things were good for a minute until I was eleven or twelve and then, you know, my dad just went on doing his own thing and he, he remarried earlier and everything was working really well. Same thing with my mom. And then for whatever reason, shit just stopped working and he yeah. stopped being a part of our lives. And, you know, in fairness to him too, we moved to Colorado, you know, for a little bit. So he wasn't able to sort of access us. And it it just got fucked up. And then there was resentments and yeah, you know, anger and all that shit there's no rule book. Can he Mar- also
3: just just for me, for the audience too, is like the parent. Like, who are we talking about exactly? Because you're saying like your parents. Yeah, your dad. my dad.
1: Well, sorry, my okay. dad is my my dad is Bill Hudson. Okay, and then uh you know my stepdad is Kurt. We okay. I I don't call him dad. You know, we don't call him Kurt. We call him Pa, actually. and I that. And that, that. that came from a moment where, you know, we had to walk this line of, like, what are you in our lives? You yeah. know what I mean? And he, it's like, public, I'm, you have a dad, and, and I'm not Kurt. You know, let's come up with a name. And, and Pa was that name. I okay. love that. Because I call my
0: stepdad George. Yeah, but then i started calling him g-man because i was like i need to call him something else that's not <laughs> no his first name and then i started calling him g-spot and he was like what's that i was like good answer no one knows yeah. no one knows no one,
2: one knows. knows what is that where's the gs trying to figure it out but
0: uh but yeah th- that is a weird yes. getting comfy enough to um uh you know put a label on it and also just it's a sign of like respect to him. i'm sure there was at some mm-hmm. point he's like in it to win it and like all right what's oh. the, how do you how do you no, look at no.
1: him? no he, he he is a special person yeah no i mean he's a special man and he he raised me he's the man i am the man i am today because of him entirely i was a i was a mama's boy i was fucking scared i was shy you know and then he came into our lives and and uh we went to colorado and changed my whole outlook weed friendly yeah huh
0: no i'm just saying would
1: we, we oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh, have you been back now so. since the rules have changed Oh, dude, yeah, I, we lived there. I lived there. I was I was there for January till uh, two months ago. I was there. Put wow. the kids in school there. No way. You know, before I got split, before I did splitting up together, yeah. we were there for almost two years. I was like, fuck L.A., we're going we're moving to Colorado. Uh, I did little odd jobs here and there, and like you know, just little shit here and there. But I wanted to be there. Did you uh, dig that life? Oh, dude that's what i want my my goal is for this podcast that i'm doing to blow up to make a ton of money doing it tour a little with it right tour a little with it for sure she down for that oh yeah we're excited for that part i love that
0: man that's so fucking cool i'm genuinely pumped for you man because that is like again like finding something that you guys control Mm -hmm. that is the other
1: thing is we're in total control
0: yeah dude and you like you know you're both bringing a lot of fucking heat to the table Mm -hmm. like and you have this like you know different uh angle for the pod and there's no shortage of dude you know famous or interesting it's crazy or brothers with sisters that want to fuck you uh guess
1: every day every day we we it's new new people you know what if can we get this person do you have you a know? dream uh pairing well i would dude I, I mean it can't happen now but like prince the princes william and harry would holy be holy shit that i thought he was be, gonna say prince i was like yeah holy good shit. luck <laughs> <laughs> good luck man yeah I got no, but you, know, you know it's crazy it's like we're we're uh because of this whole split thing i was like well maybe we could get harry now because he's trying to normalize you know I think, but I want cool. to get the Manning brothers. I'm a huge football fan. You are I'm a huge Peyton Manning fan. Yeah. yeah, so I want Panning and Eli, uh, wow. Peyton and Eli.
0: Were you at the Super Bowl when my Hawks beat uh, you guys uh, in, in New Jersey, 2013? No, humble brag. Yeah, hey dude, that's we got one after what happened the following year. I mm-hmm. gotta focus on the one that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we
3: should come up with the with the, uh, the and do a live one at the Improv for
0: something mm-hmm. like that. Or something. That's a great. You know the Sklar brothers. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm doing Randy uh, and Jason Sklar? Yeah, I'm
1: doing their podcast.
0: Oh great. Yeah. yeah uh are you from the cheap seats? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're phenomenal. Um so wait, so so when you got you and Kate are coming up, do you go out of your way again to like oh. trying to question on the competition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are you very yeah, supportive no, no, and she's no. getting some opportunities and be like, yo, Oliver, this is what I'm starting to no. see like in the room, and you're like, and here's what I'm starting to No,
1: no it's not very not. no. <clears> no, and there is competition, not competition from her, but I was envious and you have all the money I mean you know there's no doubt about it like like you know I ask this question on our podcast all the time like are you guys competitive or this this and that and so far like most people are saying no and I'm like bullshit I mean right. come on right. man there's gotta be something there even if it's healthy and for me, it was not healthy. It was it was more of just it was it was envy. It was like you, yeah, you know, I'm just knowing I'm as just as talented, and you just got lucky, and you know, you make all the fucking <laughs> money, and I'm not, nah, 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 I'm the fucking black sheep. And I mean, I was and going I, through right, that. Can shit. I borrow some money? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could kiss Matthew McConaughey. Right. No, I, I mean, him a deal. you know, uh,
1: uh, you know, and and it was just again, me having to figure it out, you know, because that was holding me back as well. That comparing to your family, you know, uh, how come I'm not where she is or, you know, how come I'm not doing roles that she gets to do or have experiences that she gets to have, you know, where I should be grateful for everything that I have yeah. because my career is fucking great, you know, but I've come to that. This was, a, this was a while ago. Right. Things have shifted for me after kids, especially where right. perspectives change, you it's know what I mean? To
0: check your ego, man. And, and look, truly look in the mirror and be like, I mean, I think we've all done a healthy amount of it. It's what, you know, keeps us, uh, yeah. you know, balances people like not, uh, complaining about something instead of truly, when you know, instinctually, that you need to change whatever it is, but mm-hmm. you're just like kind of coming at the situation with like, well, fucking, well, how come I didn't? Yeah. Instead of like, well, how come I didn't? Right, and really kind of look. Well, of course, and right. you're totally right. I mean, I can. We does, huh? yeah. does help that by the way, We does help that by the way. Yeah, the amount of times I've been baked and been like. Dude, I gotta fucking figure. I gotta do more push-ups, man. You know, like <laughs> I gotta get that curse membership back up. You know. Well, they uh, say it's, it stimulates
3: a part of your brain associated with empathy. Mm-hmm. So if you're smoking weed, it's hard to be mad at your sibling. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you're pretty good. <laughs> 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 Have y'all
2: smoked together?
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, my sister's not. My sister's not really into weed. I mean, now and again she'll smoke. Okay. You know,
0: special occasions.
1: Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, for that, sure. Do y'all, sure. y'all got like a like? Did y'all smoke when y'all was younger? I did Together. a lot. She no. She she's not it. She likes her. She likes her drinks. You know what I mean. She likes her wines and she likes her whiskeys and stuff. Right. She's not big into the weed. I mean now and again, and it's fun, man. And I was gonna say, do y'all have like a munchies? The food that y'all go to, like,
2: oh, it's time to get
1: fucking pizza. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I, that's the that's the, I, now for me. It's about just healthy snacks yeah you know what i mean i'm gonna <laughs> get high fuck, and eat some hummus oh, fuck out no, of here <laughs> No, seriously, like i'm gonna get high and eat hummus <laughs> that's like the worst thing of all time and <laughs> like, does it mean that nice.
2: when you get high when you obviously you don't smoke with your kids but you obviously take care of them when you're mm-hmm, high mm-hmm. is kids just the funniest shit oh it's the best it's just watching them interact it's, with it's stuff like oh best. fingers oh
1: <laughs> it's it's so great it's so great you know now you know, you don't want to get – because I, I, by, I've, by, I've accidentally been too high with the, <laughs> with the kids at night. And I'm like, okay. I was like, babe, Aaron, you got to take over. Like, I'm just you – know, I'm on <laughs> the another, I'm an, r- an, I'm I'm on on another level here, you know. Child services But, not you know, there, I, there's been articles written about how marijuana actually helps parenting. See? You know, and I've been reading them. I'm, I'm trying to start – I'm starting a weed line and I've got a, a cannabis club that I'm trying to start in Colorado and a, like a Soho house for, for weed. I've got a whole plan. dude
3: Yeah, I can
2: see Oliver kush Yeah, that'd
3: make very oh, yeah. nice. Like, There's articles about how parenting
1: on marijuana is better to go, and I'm writing them. <laughs> <laughs> With but but it does it on weed papers. It does set you into a place, you know, yeah, because especially at bedtime, right? You know, you're you're fucking dealing, man. It's like brush your fucking teeth, get in bed. Da, da, da. And you are—it's like a horrible moment, a horrible two hours. Right. You know, from six That's to eight is yeah. from six to eight is fucking gnarly is with the three kids, down. right? Right. So it's like take a couple <laughs> tokes, yep. and shit gets much chiller. You're right, just like, right. hey, brush your teeth. You know, I don't want to brush your teeth. Fine, fuck it, don't brush your 45 minutes later, <laughs> you ever brush your teeth? <laughs> shitty
0: breath, loose some. Yeah, first. I don't, don't care. This is your bad. Fucking and by cabbies. the
1: way, let's get, in, let's get in bed and let's rap about your day. You and go. now the kids are sort of, you know, going over what their day was and telling stories, and now you're more involved. I mean, right. I, I honestly, I would, I'm a proponent of that. I mean, I'm not saying get... Blazed out of your ass, but just if you smoke a little bit and and, and put your kids to bed, it makes life just easy. Oh, and the bedtime stories—the one, the the first few times I started uh, telling my nieces bedtime stories when
0: they were like five and six, the twin girls—and mm-hmm. a few times it happened when I was a little high and I didn't know I was going to stop by, and I did, and and my sister was like, "You read them a book," and then I was like, "You know, what? I'm gonna just fucking like make one up," mm-hmm. and I started improvising this thing, dude they to this day they're now 10 <laughs> still every time I'm I'm over if it's late enough and they're like we took us in and they go can you can do it to be continued on the story totally. I told I was five I was high as balls Yeah, this whole yeah, thing about like that. a bu- bubblegum fucking king that was like oh, I mean it was crazy had, I'm sure you did voices too right all the voices dude <laughs> <laughs> like I'm up here in the bubblegum yeah. king and they're just like <laughs> and they're like holy shit this is, oh, like, like, this this is like, amazing what's doing? right 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 no <laughs> and it's no. still popping
2: you
1: <laughs> well I mean look people go have a whiskey or a glass of wine before or to wind down we, the stigma is, is it's it's, it, it's not as crazy, but it's still it's still there. Yeah, you know. Uh, you played poker professionally. You yeah. Still do. You did the World Series of Poker. I did. No one time. Okay. Th- that was a, that was a horrendous moment. In it my was. Life. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. I mean, when I was pl- I was playing poker a lot at that point, and it was the first hand. Talking about pressure. First hand of the World Series of Poker. It was shuffle up and deal. Sing, they sang the national anthem. Shuffle up and deal. Pop pop pop. First hand on national television. Gone. Fuck. Gone. gone. It's still one of the bad beats of all time. I mean, you could type in Oliver Hudson bad beat. And it, it's, it's like, it's, hor- it's, it's horrendous. Did you even and say Still it to g- this day, I get people coming up to me, and they're like, pocket tens? I'm like, fuck yeah, pocket You get heckled? Well, that was 2005.
3: Why, why you to after one hand,
1: though? Because I went all in. All, oh, all, everything went, in, everything yeah. went into the middle oh, on got, the first. You do a set amount of money. Yeah, you get 10,000. Okay. Oh, at so at, the, at the, the time, you got 10,000 chips. I
3: respect the move.
1: Well, if you look at the hand, there's not a lot that you can do. You know, when when if you know poker and you look at the hand, and especially who I was playing against, this guy Sammy Farha, who is a pro, who's oh, still yeah. a pro, but. I knew how he played. He was pretty fast and loose, and I I was just gonna I was gonna bust him. In the, I was gonna bust him first hand, yeah. and then he flipped over. I it was you know it was fucking. Do crazy. you still play like casually? No, no. I'm About like Uno or Go Fish. Yeah, Uno with the kids. Yeah, yeah. That's the shit. Uno, I love Uno. Dude. Still looking for a competitive Uno. Dude, I still play. I, I play. I gamble with my children. So you, you put know. the baby up huh <laughs> <put the> baby <laughs> That's right. yeah. i'll raise you my son, if you, my son. Right. if you raise my son exactly i'll raise you you raising my son <laughs> no but we'll play like sorry and all these games for money and my middle awesome. kid bodie loves playing for money first of all love that fucking name yeah, it's good uh what uh
0: is it like it's a small bills obviously
1: yeah, but sometimes I'll, I'll I'll you know I'll be like you want to go you want to go fives or you want to go twenties and he's like oh my god because <laughs> you know he does chores and he does they, kids do chores and they make money and, you know they I they dig have, that system yeah chore money two weeks in that's what I'm saying I'm like dude you could you could double up right now in a week he's like right can I get a one-month advancement? Week. yeah but he's like I don't know I'm like it's up to you and he'll throw it in and it'll get yeah that's fucking dope dude <laughs> it's fun it's that really fun. makes some of those games a lot uh, it I is mean, it is fun it's probably
0: dude. why as an adult you gamble on certain sporting events because you're like it actually gives me a reason to pay attention, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, put any... That's another parenting tip. It's probably, again, not a great one because you're (laughs) gambling with with your kids. (laughs) Gambling kids, but, you know, add some value to the game. A thousand percent. First of all, it changes the way you play with your kids a little bit. And I think it also gives your children a little bit of juice. You know, you're like, okay, I want to win. There's more of a... There's a competitive spirit there. And it's something that you're doing... Hundreds on Battleship. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's also again like they're not anything you're doing with them that's fun and adding juice to the activity, and they're not locked in the screen. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that uh, a yeah. bad thing? Yeah, Th-
3: this is how the Trumps did it. Look how well adjusted they are. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they brought them downstairs. Like you want? To, do they Early. do? you extend them credit too? You right. go teach about despair. You know. <laughs> um, you well, play we, spades?
1: No. Okay. No. we don't. We, we that felt like never. the end of that friendship, yeah, I by never <laughs> I never learned. Well, Mike, Mike, no, Mike waited 40 minutes to ask you that. He's like, please tell me he's a
0: spade guy.
3: Also, let's do a little intervention. I'm like, Mike, what's holding you back from crossing your legs right now?
0: What do you mean holding me
2: back?
3: We had three great conversation. three guys with their legs crossed, and you're mm-hmm. sitting there like that. What's holding I you back? I got my legs
2: crossed, too. I got No, you <laughs> don't. I got crossed at, <laughs> cross at the ankle. It's crossed at the
0: ankle. No,
1: Ankle cross. I got the ankle
0: crossed. I got ankle Oliver, the, we do a um, a segment on the show yeah. where we kind of break down the uh, the silly. Look, there's a lot of bullshit news out there. Yeah, there's a lot of stories I think that people don't seek out and don't uh, aren't aware of. Yeah, and we like to uh, to break them down and okay. uh, and talk about them together like as a group. Uh, in the segment, we like to call "Wait, uh, what? Huh?" All right, so let's
1: uh, first of all. Okay. Super Bowl yesterday. Yeah. Did you watch? Of course. Yeah. Uh, did you... I didn't have much skin in the game because you know, was, but but it was it was it, it was a good game. A good game. I yeah. think it it, uh, it 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 became a good game. Yes. You know. At the half, I think
0: a lot of people were like, "Dude, this J Lo and Shakira performance now has a lot of pressure riding on it." Yeah. If the game ends up staying as neutral as it is, like 10 and it, it just was a very football game. Where yeah. It was like. Somebody scored. And then there was a stop. There were no big plays yeah. really. And Mahomes hadn't kind of yeah. done a Mahomes type play yet. But um I thought it was great. The halftime show. Uh I want to know first of all your your take on it after we watch it. Okay. Because it's uh it's already getting some slap back, some clap back. Is it? Uh yeah, there's <laughs> the moms of America are putting their foot down. Mm. And uh look, I guess we can see uh, Adam Levine's nips, right. but uh no shake your bum bum, huh? No right. shake your bum bum. <clears throat> Mark, give me a little taste of this.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good, Mark. J-Lo's my, my girl. So look. Oh, my You're God. a parent. That's that's my number one. And she's, she's 50.
0: J-Lo? Yeah. Oh, dude. I did two scenes in Second Act, that uh, that movie she did a couple years ago. Yeah. And uh, I took a red eye. And uh, uh, Pete Seagal, who directed Tommy Boy, Fifty yeah. First States, the man directed that and, and kind of knew him. So he threw me a little bone. I get out there, hadn't slept get on set uh it's like 8 a.m and he's like uh um Jennifer this is Adam he'll be in the scene with you and she goes oh hi and she goes how uh do you know uh how do you know Pete and I'm just like always thinking joke like mm-hmm. the kind of especially with somebody like that mm-hmm. just to kind of but you know sometimes you should probably think yeah <clears throat> fully through what the joke is yeah. before it gets to the mouth part of your face yeah and I go uh she goes how do you know Pete and I go we used to fuck oh, and then there's damn. just a beat oh, and she goes it <laughs> kind of just does a smirk yeah. like okay like you know that was odd but not so i'm not i'm not above finding the joke in there yeah there is one yeah and then pete kind of laughs and then kind of hits me and goes jesus man and then uh and i go no i'm i'm sorry and then i start to feel like i need to reel it in right but then i'm like no why don't i double down so i go no nah, i'm just kidding we still fuck and then she laughs laughed, yeah and then she goes nice to meet you and then I'm like, all right cool uh, that's good. very cool yeah <clears throat> but uh she's the real deal man and at 50 so uh, all these moms. Yeah coming happening? out, right. uh, Mark. Go back to the, the bowl real quick. <clears throat> the Super Bowl. Okay. Obviously, you saw a lot of provocative yeah. booty shakes. Yeah. yeah <clears throat> at yeah. one point, it looked like they were dry humping towards each other. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You know, it's such a spectacle. I think it's tough to really have those sexual moves be the uh,
1: the headliner of this performance. But I don't know. I mean, it, I, my it it just if you don't like it, then take your kids out of the room. Yeah. Turn it off. You know what I mean? That's it's an easy I'm fix. What's that, Mike?
2: No, I'm just saying it's 15 minutes long and they just worrying about that little shake.
1: I know dude yeah I mean but there was other stuff in there I mean there were moments where I was like whoa I mean the, the outfits that Jayla was wearing and asked the camera you know it was like it was almost like her vagina was so thin oh I didn't thought at exist one point anymore. she was gonna be yeah. like if Janet can do it so can I right I mean <laughs> well, it was that you know wonder? I was like yeah. oh there was some stuff in oh. there that that I was like oh <laughs> but I mean like holy shit yeah. but I, I, but I'm if you don't want your kids to watch it yeah. then just take them out of the room yes if the performance starts and you're like "Uh uh-oh that's too provocative then take them out of the room
0: it's like being in an elevator and somebody rips a bad fart and you're like oh god oh god cover your mouth or get off on the next floor and don't wait till the 21st get off on the 15th
1: the the other thing too is if, (laughs) if you don't know if you don't know what J Lo and Shakira are gonna do right. in the halftime on the halftime of the Super Bowl, the biggest stage, then of the world. then you're an idiot. Yeah. I mean, let, let let's that's let's what the get NFL real. Paid for, yeah,
0: exactly. Let's, <laughs> the, let's the NFL paid for let's them. Let's get real for fucking, a second. It, to, to mime almost scissoring each other. That's it's, what Roger Goodell is like. You better fucking fi- almost scissor. And <laughs> right. Like, can you phrase it differently. You know we're gonna do it.
1: No, but uh, but you know they're not gonna be clothed oh. and singing ballads. No. Right. you know right. they're gonna be shaking their shit. That's what. That's who Shakira and J Lo yeah. are. See I, I
2: thought I thought I was going to be better at I actually was in a Pilates class oh for this during the Super Bowl so I thought I was going to see a lot more. Uh, I'm mad I missed the damn
1: halftime. And yeah, think, it it was know. it was not bad. I I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I mean it was. I thought they did a great job. I mean it was. I think you always got to cool. go
0: pop star man because you get that spectacle. Fifty dancers, the lights. It was cool. When it's like Maroon Five, which you know I, I'll fuck with some Maroon Five, but right. like
3: not I don't a super know. halftime. I like Maroon Five a lot, but super yeah. all halftime yeah. is for like. You can't to just
0: be. You can't just have a guy like fucking like.
2: I think Timberlake did well.
0: yeah Yeah. again pop you know moving using the stage and then beyonce doing this Mm -hmm. beyonce always right although i would like to see a complete throwback and then just have them say fuck it billy ocean gin blossoms Mm -hmm. fucking vertical horizon Mm -hmm. you know just a 90s throwback (laughs) of who's who how'd they do that
3: they're actually saying that this is the best super bowl uh Entertainment from beginning to end, including the halftime show, because the game was so good and then the halftime was so good. I agree. I I guess in the past it's been like the halftime's been great, but then the game wasn't. But they said this is is their best, actually, Super
2: Bowl. I did hear a a spike in Pornhub for Latina.
3: Is
1: category that, search. Is that, is that actually that's, true? That's actually true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I can is email.
2: so funny. People start feet, going yeah. right on to Pornhub, it's like Latina.
1: That's yeah. funny. <laughs>
3: there's people in like, like, the rednecks. like, maybe we should let him stay now.
2: Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no wall. We don't need a no wall. <laughs> yeah, <don't. laughs> exactly. Tear down the wall. Tear down the wall. Yeah. Make it a glory hole. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: All right, what, uh, all right, so that's obviously a more current story, but let's, mm-hmm. d- let's dive deep into the uh, the stuff that people don't know about, Mark. What's our first one we got?
3: First one. This is a job that we could all do if our entertainment careers don't work out.
0: Villagers in India dress up as bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to scare off more than, wait, to Go oh, back. More, scare off more than 2,000 monkeys. Yeah. Shit. Is there a video to accompany this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Yeah, is it? Oh, man. Oh. oh I'm so excited. Because I got a lot of questions, man. Right. Uh, Monkeys uh,
2: can't smell fear, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, but also, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we got a 20 second out here. How, first of all, how expensive are you going with the bear suits? Right. You know, because my mom bought me an owl costume for Halloween when I was in the second grade. She was like, I let my mom pick my costume. She's like, yeah. you know, single mom, just trying to figure yeah. it out. She's like, you're going to go as an owl. I was like, I thought we were going Power Ranger, Ninja Turtle, but all right. Like, let's roll the dice. I trust you, mom. You're doing this by yourself. But it wasn't like, and, and by the way me saying owl is trying to just peg it to a creature it was just a random ass bird not right, big bird not right, right right so i'm just this random fat kid in a bird suit that's just like you know and i was like hey can we i was trying to play with like the kids who were dressed up as pirates and they're like you can go fucking be on watch in the
1: tree and i was like Woo. that's fucked up dude
0: <laughs> yeah oh look, look at these oh, costumes look at
1: those. Well, first yeah. of all, terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Why can't they just run after the monkeys in their normal human skin? Wouldn't they scare them away as well? Yeah. <laughs> they're ashamed of who they right. are.
3: <laughs>
1: you know, these monkeys are probably just like, we got to get away from these people. They're dressing up as bears. They're
3: on, <laughs> yeah. they're on drugs and shit. Yeah. That's what makes them fun. <laughs> no, <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> yeah.
2: They had to be high
0: under them. Uh-huh. Facing just- monkey menace, villagers get under the skin. Yeah. They had no choice. Who's this guy that's quoted? Villagers donated. Scroll down, Mark. Donated uh, money to buy three costumes. Three. Yeah. Right. <laughs> from a makeup artist for 17, 000, 1,700 Indian rupees. This is the next movie. Three hundred. It's just well, like three
3: people versus two thousand monkeys. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> now, is it like statistically proven that like only you don't need many bears to scare off two hundred monkeys? I,
1: I guess I don't know. Are 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 they the natural sort of predator? Yeah. You know. Couldn't you tell from the way they were running, too, that, like, that's not how bears run? No, I, and they don't go, roar, ar. No. Well, I, it does, first of all, it doesn't even really look like a bear. I mean, no, it's just...
2: They should have hired Rick Baker.
0: It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the Forest Department told villagers that a lack of funds has prevented them from doing much about the exploding monkey population. Can you imagine? We don't deal with that, really, in the States ever. There's never, yeah, like, oh. dude, squirrels are about to take over if we don't do something about it. Like, there's never this growth
1: yeah. in uh in in creature uh.
0: You know existence. Oh,
1: look at this. I got a lot of roaches. But Catching whatever. a monkey would cost six hundred rupees, which is eight bucks. <laughs> and the last time we got funds was in two thousand eighteen. <laughs> we had to <a> call in <laughs> a rescue team from Matura <laughs> I, I, Yeah, I
3: smell charity gig. But send these right. people some dope. No, <laughs>
0: <some, laughs> Seriously, like, oh why can't they go fund me, Hey guys, it's Adam Ray taking a quick break from the podcast to tell you about BetterHelp. Now look. Life is full of ups and downs. There's always something that can get in the way of our happiness, and you need some way to talk to. Right? I know for me, with my own issues in life, uh, whether it's career oriented, or family drama, having somebody to talk to helps. And I don't feel like burdening friends uh, or significant others with that info. Okay, you need somebody with a neutral playing field and someone with a clean slate to come in and listen to what's going on with you, and that's what BetterHelp is for. I've used them, they're phenomenal. What they are, okay, is, um, is a online counseling resource. Okay, video chatting, texting. <clears throat> it's basically connecting with a professional counselor. Um, again, somebody that uh, is unbiased and coming in uh, that is a, uh, a professional to help guide you with whatever's going on in your life. Uh, privately online, okay, so it's convenient. You can do it at your own schedule. All right, at your out of your own home, which is great. A lot of these places, you know, you need to go somewhere. It it takes time out of your day. Maybe it's too far away to go to where you really want to get to. This is out of the comfort of your own home. Uh, You can schedule a video or phone session plus chat and text with your therapist, uh, who are all licensed and specialized in things like depression, stress, uh, anger, uh, LGBT matters, grief, relationships, sleeping, trauma, uh, anxiety, uh, family conflicts. I know I've dealt with a lot of that in the last few years. Anything you share with them is confidential. Uh, It truly is a a pretty phenomenal uh, resource that they've created. And these counselors, uh, there's over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists uh, across all 50 states. And uh, four communication modes, again, text, chat, phone, and video... If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, um, request a new one. No additional charge, because it's all about finding somebody that relates to you. You feel comfortable with uh, sharing the info that uh, you'd like to get some help on. Uh, It's available on desktop, mobile web, Android and iOS apps. Schedule video and phone sessions, generally a week out, um, which is, you know, great. I think that's enough time for everybody to get their shit in order. Uh, and there's a broad expertise in the network, which um, may not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify, which is huge. Uh, again, it's secure, convenient, professional, and um, and affordable, uh, which is kind of the biggest thing. A lot of people can't scrounge together the uh, the, the coin to, to get, even get this type of help, but it's super affordable. And best of all, right now, alien listeners, that's right, you guys, if you need help, you need somebody to talk to in any of those areas I mentioned, depressed, stress, sleeping, trauma, family, uh, anxiety, um, go to betterhelp.com slash about last night uh, and simply fill out a question there and uh, you can get 10% off uh, your, uh, your order. That's, that's huge betterhelp.com slash aboutlastnight <clears throat> fill out the questionnaire that helps them assess what kind of help you need and what kind of counselor you're going to love and uh, and start getting the help that uh, that we all deserve that's betterhelp.com slash aboutlastnight to get 10% off your first order um, and start connecting and living better you know because that's what it's all about alright back to the episode wait what is this last line last year a farmer in uh, in the state of <laughs> resorted to painting his pet dog with tiger stripes to protect his coffee shop from thieving monkeys. Oh my god. Oh my god. god. You know that dog's like, yo, I didn't sign up for this. I know I'm a rescue, <laughs> but this is yeah. <laughs> <it's> fucked
1: up. <laughs> well, are monkeys protected? I mean, they must be. Right? You can't kill the monkeys. Maybe. Peter. Yeah. By the way, I love
0: that his coffee Oh, coffee crop. I read that a shop. I had a whole different line of questions being like, what pastry are these monkeys fiending on? <laughs> I thought- They're like, give me a fucking small latte and this time hot, Daryl. <laughs> or I'm taking it next time. <laughs> <I got> it. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. That was great. Totally. Okay. I also love a good bear costume. The pair oh this teacher had to tell her deaf students that people can hear farts. <laughs> oh. What? Their reaction was hilarious. <laughs> Holy <laughs> saw, shit.
1: What? That's amazing. Anna Trupiano
0: is a first grade teacher at school that serves deaf, hard of hearing and uh, and hearing students uh, from birth through eighth grade. In addition to teaching the usual subjects, Trupiano is charged with helping her students thrive in a society that doesn't do enough to cater to the needs of the hard of hearing. Uh, she had to teach her students about a rather personal topic, passing gas. A six-year-old child farted so loud in class that some of their classmates began to laugh. The it. kids? That's...
1: No. Nah. Oh no! <laughs> oh, the deaf kid farted. I was gonna say that's a loud
2: one.
0: <clears throat>
1: no, 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 no! I think that. Wait, what? The child was surprised by their reaction, so they didn't know farts, farts make, make a sound. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Holy shit! What a beautiful place to live in. It is. But it also, is.
0: that's mind blowing, dude. Because how much has this kid been dropping those? And has everywhere? no idea that he's just blowing it up. <gasps> wow, and then somebody hey, has his bliss. Yeah, no. Also, that's almost like telling a kid that Santa doesn't exist. Let him live in this world of make believe.
3: Mhm.
0: Now you're telling him like,
3: <laughs> you know, you
0: fucking, you know, we're we're uh, we're letting it, we're letting a couple slide, but like, dude, you need to start getting some maybe uh, less fiber in your
1: diet. This, I don't, this could have opened his whole world up, though. You know, yeah, now that right. he knows it can make sounds and he can feel it when he thrust <laughs> it out, he's like, oh, I don't care if I can hear it now or not. I have a weapon. Yeah. I I'm going to let a little bit
2: out right yeah, now, but wait. Uh,
1: right. I know I, I, don't want I to know. what I can get get do in. now.
0: Yeah. What does <laughs> she say at the bottom? Scroll down, Mark. I would love to see a world where my students can learn about anything from anyone they interact with during the day. That means learning about the solar system, the candy options at a store, or even farts. <laughs> I just love that all those three things <laughs> it would be so are kind of in the same way. sense. The solar system, you know. By the way, that's butthole triggers. Great. That's great. It is. I mean, yeah. I applaud
1: this. It's a good thing, you know. Also, one should learn about what, what, what about farts. Totally. Yeah. It's also just a teacher
0: like taking an interest in the, uh, yeah. in the kids learning about yeah. things aside from solar system. Like right. you know, she's like, look, you got to know that sometimes you know, someone's going to fucking call
1: doorknob on you. And if, you mm-hmm. know, and... I would rather know that my farts make noise than where Jupiter is. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fucking
0: incredible. There's,
3: the new most popular class at Berkeley is actually called just adulting. And you can't get in it. Are you serious? Yeah, they just try to teach you how to like a look at it because they're like, look, we're not doing calculus passes. we know it. We just need... And they're like, oh, that's right. We're not preparing these kids with like actual life skills. This is a life skill. I wouldn't call it adulting, but... Right. <laughs> what is adulting? Adulting is just like... How to properly uh, balance your checking account. Uh How to find an apartment. How to get along with people at work. Just, I think just like. Sounds like growing
1: up. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Just growing up. Sounds like Uh something
3: you
0: should learn as you get older. Right.
3: Right. Here's the complete opposite of what we just read.
1: Right.
0: Uh, Next one. Okay. Florida man known for viral Easter bunny brawl arrested after hit and run. Tells cops to Google
2: him. <laughs> 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 you know who I am.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's by the way. I love the Google me uh, defense. I don't. Uh, we don't see enough of. Okay, so he's is this a video? No. So he's dressed commercial. Arrested as the Easter Bunny. By the way, the amount of like, uh, how do you feel about when like there's guys like Santa fights? Obviously, there's mm-hmm. you can go down a, a YouTube rabbit hole of oh, yeah. people in costumes getting in brawls in yeah. public. Yeah, it's always funny. Well, but then you remember like this. Her. I'll her. Turn right? the volume up, Marky.
2: You got music behind it. One man gets walloped in oh. the by hopping <laughs> that.
1: <laughs>
0: Jump bombs on him.
1: Jump bombs on him. What the hell is this? Round and tell Turned
0: the fight being when a man bumped into a woman. Mount. Police officer then jumps in to break
1: up the brawl. <laughs> the cop didn't even touch the, the rabbit. Wait a minute. <laughs> was, the, was the bunny protecting somebody? I oh. think so. His basket Wow <laughs> His
2: basket
0: <laughs> Did you that see him That is amazing Bumping and shaking He was like getting up He was mm-hmm. like ready for round mm-hmm. two Bunny shuffle right
3: there No the guy wanted to get out of a charge So he said Oh you want to arrest me The hero Who saved the day In the Easter Bunny costume He he tried to get out of it By saying that. You remember that viral video That was me
1: <laughs> Oh Okay So
0: he wanted some good karma. So the Easter Bunny, the guy, has been since been arrested, and said, "And
1: he's like, Google me,
0: yeah, totally. like i Google me and tell me uh, if bunny bites don't things. come up. Yeah, I'm
1: doing good things for the community. The next Marvel superhero, right?
3: Yo, this is called Even Stevens.
0: I got a new
2: movie coming out with me and Black Panther. <laughs> <waking> up. <clears throat>
0: Uh, Have you ever had to take a gig Where you dressed up in any sort of I dressed up as Superman once for a kid's birthday party Mm -hmm. This is my like two years into stand-up When I was just like looking for cash Mm -hmm. And uh, it was on Craigslist where I found it And it was a hundred bucks And some of the dads got real fucked up at this party And started like jabbing at me And I was two years into stand-up So I started to like have enough confidence to like To be on stage and for longer than ten minutes But also like start to have a little bit of understanding Of like oh these are hecklers And And you start to develop this, like, I'm not going to, I don't have to take this. And I tried to be in character and then started kind of slamming some of the dads, one of them who was particularly fucked up. And then he got in my face. And I held my ground and I go, you really going to beat up Superman in front of kids? And then he got real close and st- and then like started, you know, just, and then the dad came over and he was like, I think he better leave, dude. I go, you're kicking out Superman? That's I go, what, what about Gary? He's like, Wait. I've known Gary for a long time. <laughs> Neil before Zod, you get out of here. You told
3: me this, You were working the party at yes. Superman? <laughs> this is before, by the way,
0: before I got a job at Universal Studios playing Wolverine in the park. Nice. So it was, it was a it was destined to. You went from Superman to Wolverine. <laughs> That's, that's not the family he's, like, yeah. he's like,
2: fuck DC it's all about Marvel, baby. <laughs> oh my God.
0: From Craigslist Superman
1: to uh, Theme Park Wolverine. And
0: everything in between. <laughs> but have you, did you ever have to or know people that did it?
1: <clears throat> no, I've never had to. I've never had to dress up in would it you want to
0: like that. Yeah. Who would you want to be? Oh, man. Villain or superhero? And then who would you want to be oh, recorded God.
1: fighting dressed as? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I I, I, I would probably, I think Aquaman. Okay. I'll do I'll be Aquaman. I love that. I like I'm an I'm an ocean guy. I want to live at the bottom of the sea. There you go. That's very deep of <laughs> you, right there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh we gotta wrap this up. Okay. This one we'll read real quick. Yeah. Rescue owl found to be too obese to fly.
2: Oh. Damn wow.
0: fuck, dude. I thought owls didn't have anything to uh really be concerned about. No. Turns out this soggy little owl was found in a ditch. Is, it? is that the how much it weigh? Yeah. yeah. 20,
3: well, how, 245 grams. Look how ashamed he is. He knows he's being fat shamed. Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: It, totally it looks like is. a mugshot. It does. <laughs> and a profile shot.
0: <laughs> Would you ever have an owl as a pet? Anybody? Owl as a pet? Would no. No.
2: Fuck a bird. By no. the way,
3: they found this owl in the wild, and they found him in a ditch. Like, oh, he's hurt. They go, no, he's just too fat.
2: Wow. To what is he? Him. They found a possum that was too fat. To get away, because it broke into a pastry spot in Australia. It was no. too fat to leave. Oh, and they found him right there. Was all you saw that came through he, the roof. Yeah, he was, yeah, he came through the roof and just ate all the pastries. And the people came in the next day and say, "Oh, there he is." Try to scare him away. He was like, I'm too fat. I
0: can't go. Dude, go away. we don't worry about fat animals. They're like fat kids. We think they're adorable, and we're just like, ah, oh, they'll figure it out, right. right? Like you look at that owl.
1: I'm like, dude, if, yeah. eventually he'll fly enough miles to drop a couple lbs. But I wonder how he, uh, what he ate, because yeah. you know usually you know you look at an owl and they have to forage at night mm-hmm. they have to eat it's probably not the easiest thing he ate two right. rats. but i guess he found some he found a jackpot of some kind right. where he was like just grinding on things you know it's rats. funny
3: because i've read it, it,
1: this is actually a female bird it just
3: says right here. We're assuming get, that it's a so, guy, right? Has, there we go. <laughs> oh, she's a chick. She probably just had an emotional day.
0: Uh, he could have swooped in uh, on the uh, on the uh, <laughs> the uh, the deaf kid's backpack and just taken it away. <laughs> Maybe it's filled with snacks. Okay, um, he has to get a running start to take off the
2: flight.
0: Wait a minute, Oliver, you're the man, dude. Thank you. Thanks for being here, this dude. Was fun. Uh, so, sibling revelry i'm saying it right, right yeah yeah available on all uh yeah all the audio uh ways it. is it video up too
1: right we, no we we do okay. we, 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 post we, some clips on Instagram yeah we put stuff. clips on we, we do film the whole thing we might figure out how to do something with yeah. all that later okay. so people would like to yeah it's good you guys jamming uh
0: and that comes out every what
1: every wednesday fuck yeah yeah It's and, cool man uh, We got some fun ass guests
0: yeah dude i really can't recommend it more man i have such a small circle now of podcast it's one of those things it's like you know i'm sure even in the acting world in the comedy world like when we're doing it so much it's like you get very picky about what you want to watch like mm-hmm. it's tough for me even to watch specials sometimes mm-hmm. because we're just living it so much and you're like dude i want to break from it but uh you guys really got something special yeah man. thank you brother i yeah. appreciate it uh guys
1: peanut cool. gallery thank you boys thank you mark, mark. that was fun, what? You what, was really fun. what was that you what we're doing
2: no we're just saying hi
1: yeah Right. We're starting over. Wrapping, wrapping it up. Yeah.
3: Got yeah. it. Website markscommie.com. My social media is on that.
2: Oh, yeah. Follow me at The Real Mike Jones. The Real M Y K E Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Jesus Christ Just Google Mike Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking Super confusing Now Oliver You're gonna think That I'm
3: making this up Because I just want To be on the podcast But yeah. uh, Mike is actually My full brother is it? We, we, We'd like to well, come
0: on Full blood <laughs> <laughs> Maybe call it Brother from the I, same I, mother that, That's racist That's right <laughs> See you next week guys Good night